Welcome to another episode of Today's Followers with Michelle Ballard. In this episode, we will be talking more about what it means to live our lives here on earth with a better understanding of what it means to live our lives in the Spirit. Today, we will continue to be exploring the things of how we live our lives in our bodies, our soul, and our spirit. In the last episode, we left off talking about what all is included in the soulish part of our being. Let's go over your soul again. Your will, your emotions, your intellect, your memory, and your imagination. Bear with me as I make this statement, and then I will explain what I am talking about. Your mind is not the real you. Your mind is the computer you own and that you control. You tell it how to think, how to process, how to feel, how to respond, how to react to things. If you leave it to itself, you will end up in trouble. You can go to God and ask the Holy Spirit to help you to renew your mind so that it aligns with the will of God for your life. In John chapter 7, in verse 37, it says, On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Your spirit, your inner part of yourself, God talks to your spirit. He doesn't talk to your mind, your soul, or your body. If you are waiting for a physical sensation to know that God is speaking to you, then you will probably never receive it. God does not talk to you by giving you sensations. He does not come to you and give you a particular feeling, particular goosebumps, or anything like that. If you have to have a feeling to know that God is there, then you are out of order. God does not talk to you through your mind. God talks to you through your spirit. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 16, it says, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. This is the number one way that God will speak to us. He will bear witness to our spirit and communicate from his spirit to our spirit. An inner voice, an inner picture, an inner feeling, an inner witness. This is the main way that God will speak to us. In 1 Peter chapter 3 and verses 3 and 4 it says, Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Peter calls the hidden man of the heart the inner self, which is your spirit man. Most times in the New Testament, when it talks about man's inner heart, it is speaking of man's spirit. The Apostle Paul calls it the inward man. Your spirit can be either strong or weak. Who you are has to be given attention in their lives. Most of the time, people would put most of their concentration on their minds and their bodies. A person will feed their flesh three to four times a day. You intellectually entertain your mind hours a day with reading books, watching TV and movies, or looking through various apps on your cell phone. So many times we may say that we do not have time to read our Bibles, to pray, or to meditate on godly things. But ask yourself, how much time each week do you dedicate to your spirit, the real you, 
Most people give it a snack on Sunday mornings when they attend a church service. You may sit in a church service for maybe an hour or so. Your spirit man is trying to function without its proper nourishment, its food, its vitamins. But you are demanding that your spirit is to function in its full capacity and power on this type of diet. This is a warped type of thinking and expectation that we are placing on our spirit man. Your spirit is supposed to be the king in your life and you are not feeding it properly. This is why your flesh and your mind has dominance over most of your life. Your spirit, your inward man, has this squeaky little voice trying to scream out, Don't do that! Please! You know what happened the last time you did that! But it is such a weak voice coming from your spirit man that it has little to no power in your life to be strong. Christian living victoriously for God. You need to take care of the real you, the inner man. With your body, you clothe it, you rest it, you feed it. With your mind, you entertain it and educate it. What do you do for your spirit? How do you take care of you, the real you? It is not intellectual thinking that your spirit needs. It is not a physical habit that your spirit needs. It needs spiritual activity to be blessed and strengthened. When you are born again, your body and your mind may stay the same for a while, but your spirit is made new. You will need to learn how to control your body and to renew your mind. When you are born again, your dead spirit caused by Adam's fall in the Garden of Eden comes alive in Christ Jesus. And there is a whole new world that you are, are a part of now. You become a new creature in, in Christ Jesus. All things are made new and old things have passed away. You may ask, how do you take care of your spirit? How do you make your spirit healthy? You do not obtain a healthy spirit by coming to church just on Sunday mornings only, regardless of how good the worship music was or how good the pastor's message may be that week. Now, don't get me wrong. Attending church each week is a part of growing your spirit man. This is the beginning, but most people do their token church event every Sunday, and they expect that to be enough spiritually for them to be a great Christian, but it never is going to work out that way. This is why there are people with, who with all their hearts love Jesus, but they live their life like the devil. They have no personal strength to govern their own body and to control their minds because the king, the inward man, their spirit is weak and the other two parts of their being, their body and their minds are dominant in their lives. You are giving more time to the needs of your body and your mind, their wants and their needs, and you give little to no attention to your spirit, your spirit man. Do not feel guilty or condemned, but rather recognize this and let's do something about it. You may never have been properly taught or even been around others that talk about this, so you have lived your life not knowing any better. Your spirit man is telling you that if you will give it time and attention with the Lord Jesus, then it will become stronger to help you to become a better person that will glorify God in your life. 
There are some of you that do not go to church that feeds your spirit, but you go to a church that accommodates your flesh and your soul. I will speak about this in just a moment. Earlier, we mentioned of how you take care of your spirit. Number one is the type of church you attend. A church should be set up in a way that it meets your spiritual needs first, then your social and community needs should be second. First is to feed and develop you spiritually to give you food for your spirit. You cannot go to just any church that may be the biggest, the richest, the nicest, has the most programs offered within the church. You may think that it may make you feel good. That church loves me for who I am in life, regardless if I never change or grow in the Lord. And never tells you how to regularly have quiet times reading the Bible and to pray more, to bind up the devil that may be trying to torment you in areas of your life, to say no to your flesh. Going to churches like this, your mind will be in control of your spiritual activity, not your spirit getting the food it needs to govern your mind and to put it in its place. Your mind does know what will happen if your spirit gets the kind of food it needs. Your mind will tell you, you don't want to attend that particular church that believes and walks in the true ways of God because the pastor is too loud, the music is not to your liking. They will want you to join a weekly Bible study and to attend church services or events more than the usual Sunday morning church service. You can find a church that will cater to where you are in your life and will not ask you to change anything about you. Or you can go to a church that will feed you and help you become the person you are supposed to be for your family, for God, and for mankind. It is up to you to choose on what kind of church that, that you will attend. Sometimes this kind of church where you will grow spiritually might be say, 20 more minutes drive for you, or that church might not have all the bells and whistles that you want right now, but it is worth that longer drive and to grow with that church as they grow. What type of church you attend will determine a lot of how your spirit man will grow into maturity on what you may do privately when you read your Bible and spend time in prayer, or is your Bible just a paperweight on your desk or a fashion item piece that you use with your Sunday church attire that you never open at home during the week? The second thing you do to make your spirit healthy is to read the Bible. It is interesting that the same evil spirit that tried to keep the Bible from being translated into the language of the people 100 years ago is the same evil spirit that will allow you to have half a dozen Bibles in your house that you never read. Since the devil lost his battle of printing and translating the Bible, he wants to make sure that you have all kinds of Bibles in your house, but you never use a single one of them. That is the same evil spirit. You might say, it's hard for me to read because I'm not a strong reader. Okay, let's talk about that for a moment. I know here in America and most of the world today, you have some type of cell phone that you can download an app to have someone read the Bible to you as you read along in your own Bible. So there should be no excuse for anyone that you cannot hear or read the Word of God. P. 
people use their cell phones to play all those little games on or scroll through all the social media pages that you can turn over to a Bible app to find any kind of accent that you prefer. A British accent, a French accent, an American accent, an Italian accent, and they will read the Bible to you in the language you can understand and you can follow along in your own Bible as they read it aloud to you. So no one can use that excuse of it's too hard for me to read the Bible. The main point that I'm trying to make here is to get the Bible, the Word of God inside of you. It is food to you, to your spirit, man. It is one of the main things that your spirit comes alive on. It is the scriptures, the Word of God. The third thing that your spirit needs and becomes stronger is spending time with God, time in prayer. Someone might ask, what is prayer all about? Prayer is talking to God, communicating and working with the Lord Jesus in, in the spirit realm. It is a time when God is ministering to you and you are ministering to God. You are building a relationship. Your spirit will come alive on that. But prayer will cost you. It will cost you time. It is amazing how someone will think that they do not have any time in their day to spend in prayer. But ask yourself, what do you do in a whole week? What do you do each day? You have time. You just may be a bad manager of your time. You may be allowing your flesh and your soul to tell you what to do. You might catch yourself saying that I am too tired to read the Bible. I'm going to have to have prayer time later in the day. And you keep your spirit unfed, unwatered with the living waters of the Word of God. No times of fellowship and communion with God or His people. You will find that you will have a little wimpy spirit with a big flesh and a loud mind. All the while, your spirit is trying to help you. This is why Christians have problems. They do not spend time taking care of their spirits. Now, time is a commodity that you never get back. Time is something that will find that you will have enough of. You just need to know how to manage it. How much time do you watch TV? How much YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and all those other social media outlets are you looking at each day? And reading a verse on Facebook or Instagram is not reading the Bible. Listening to preachers on social media is not reading the Bible. Put the Bible, God's Word, first in your life, and you will get it directly from God's book and not via someone else. You need to make time. The reason people do not have time is they do not know how to get rid of junk out of their lives. Let's take a moment and look at Romans chapter 8 and verse 16. It says, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. God's Spirit bears witness with our spirit. What does it mean to bear witness? That God's Spirit bears witness with our spirit. An inner feeling. You have your conscious and your physical feeling. Have you ever had a feeling inside that there is something that is just not right? That is your spirit talking. That is the Holy Spirit telling your spirit, Hey, hello, no, no, no. And when you override that, you will later say, I knew that. Have you ever had that happen in your life? 
you had that feeling inside, but you went ahead and did the opposite of what you were feeling inside, and later on, you got yourself into a mess of some kind. This is how God helps you, guides you, talks to you. God, most times, does not talk in audible voices as much as the modern so-called prophets say that they do. Some of the prophets today have given people a picture that God is speaking audibly to people all of the time. God does not speak audibly that much in the New Testament. He speaks to our spirit. Now you can build a sensitivity to God speaking to your spirit that when God speaks, it may sound audible. A lot of times we are waiting for these outward things and we are missing God talking to our spirits inside of us. God bears witness with the feeling, with the picture, and sometimes you may hear words on the inside. This is one of the main ways that God communicates to us today. It is not the only way, but it is the major way. There are outer visions and other things that God does that are rare. They do occur, but that is not the most common. God communicates with our spirits inwardly. There are times when we are overriding it so much and then wonder why we are in trouble. We have messes that happen in our lives and you say, why didn't God help me? Well, God is helping you, but he is not talking to your body or to your mind or to your head. He is talking to your spirit whom you have not given attention to lately in order to spend time with God to hear him correctly. So it is not that God is not talking to you, but God is there. He is trying, but we need to t tune in and to listen to him. Sometimes we are so busy and there are so many voices around us. There are times when you need to step away from your circumstances so that you can clear out all of the voices so that you can hear that still small voice and to feel God's direction. His slight pushing in one direction or God wooing you into another way or the other. Sometimes we are so bombarded that we cannot hear God. When that happens, shut everything down in a sense. Step away from the situation that you are in and clear your inner being so that you can tune back into God's spirit so that you can carry on with life. I refuse to keep trying to make decisions when I cannot hear or sense the inner guidance of God. It is better to not make a decision if you cannot hear God speaking to your inner spirit. When you make a decision without hearing God inside yourself, it may end up with you making the wrong decision that may cost you money, time, and drama. God is trying to talk to us, but he is not going to talk to your body or to your head. He is going to talk to your spirit, which is the real you. You need to feed the real you. Give attention to it and talk back to your head and to your body and to tell it what it can and cannot do. God bears witness with your spirit that you are born again. I know by the word of God and by the witness of our inner man that God saved me, accepted me, and loves me. You need to know God so well that you can tell people that Jesus really likes and loves me. I am the apple of his eye. God truly loves me. Wow. Whether I feel these things every single day or not, it does not change the truth that is in God's word that God really accepts and loves me. Recognize where you are in this process 
and decide that you are going to work on growing your inner man, the real you. You do not have to start off by taking huge steps. For instance, in saying that I'm going to pray for a solid hour each day or to read X amount of, of the Bible each day. If you need to start in smaller steps and work your way up into larger steps, for example, start praying for one minute at a time or start with a traffic light prayer time, which is when you stop at a traffic light, start praying in your native language, or if you pray in your spiritual language, then pray in tongues while you are sitting at that traffic light. Then you do that at every traffic red light until you start to get your prayer life going stronger and longer. Then when you are reading your Bible, start off by reading one chapter a day and build up longer increments as time goes on. And before you know it, you will be praying longer and reading more of God's word than you have ever done. And you are growing your spirit man as you do these things. Do not get discouraged. Start off in small increments and grow from there. We need to work on our prayer time with God. Holy Spirit, we come and we ask you, please help us and teach us how to properly have our spirit, soul, and body in order. In Jesus' name, amen.